Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. I hope that you are all well and I hope that this podcast episode reaches you in the best of health. Today in the UK actually it's very sunny and very lovely, around 24 degrees and I know they say the British are obsessed with the weather and I have to say to you that is totally the truth. But it's beautiful days and um, I hope that wherever you are in the world and wherever you're sitting or whatever you're doing, that life is good. Now, in today's episode, I have a very, very interesting lady. As many of you probably know, I am not only an author, I do many other things, but one of the things that really is main things alongside being an author is that I'm a complementary medical practitioner and I'm a firm advocate of natural healing and it's something that has fascinated me since I was very young because growing up my family had roots in natural healing so we had people that were medical practitioners and also healers. So it's something that I've grown up with. Now, I have an expert today who is a pain expert, who also is an expert in a technique called emotional freedom technique. Now, Sharon Smith is an international figure in her work and she really has a phenomenal following of people that she has helped with this particular technique but also other techniques which she's going to share with us today and I'm really pleased to have her as a guest. She's also, wait until you hear this, a psychic and a clairvoyant and she uses these tools to help people in all walks of life. Now, without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Sharon Smith. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Mimi. Thank you so much for having me today. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for coming on, Sharon. This is fun. (laughs) Tell, you know, tell us a little bit about your work because I know that you do so many fascinating things that I have looked into of all your work and you are a pain specialist you do emotional freedom technique but there's so many other things that you do isn't there well there are um 
I use lots of different tools in my practice, in my private practice especially. I use EFT tapping, and I also use lots of guided visualization because that's extremely useful for people. Uh, I have other techniques that I've developed. Some of them are things that I created just simply because there was a need, and they don't necessarily have even a name. But... um, EFT is the center part of my practice because it is the most effective and fast thing to help people shift out of what they're thinking and feeling and out of pain. I I haven't seen anything quicker than that. And I'm all about the microwave of feeling better. I think everybody wants to feel better quick. Mm -hmm. So that uh, that is the central part of my practice. And it's also very easy to learn for people and it's easy to teach people. So, um, yeah, I, I like using it. Now, I'd like to, could I just take a moment and explain my view of what tapping actually is yes. and how it works? Yes, for, for the listeners and for people that haven't heard of it, that would be so useful. Please go ahead. Yes. Okay. This is um, FT, emotional freedom techniques. And I, like I said, I just call it tapping. What this is is based on the fact that we are electrical in nature and this charge flows through our body. And we know this. This isn't anything weird or woo-woo. If you've ever had an EKG, you know that they are measuring the electrical output of your heart. Electroencephalogram is electrical brain activity. So we're electrical. It's not weird. But this electricity that flows through our body flows in large part along the acupuncture meridians. And the diagrams of those have been around, we don't even know how long. And I think that's an actual schematic of our wiring, if you will. Mm -hmm. So when we are tapping, and we're going to tap on meridian endpoints with our fingers, that is actually engaging our electrical system as a self-help tool rather than as a diagnostic tool. Now, there's another way that tapping is actually working, and that is because our brains are just like the motherboard on a computer. They're actually made in our image. So we're speaking out loud while we are physically tapping, and we are directly addressing our own subconscious to make changes in our computer files, basically. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Yes, it does, yes. Yeah. Now, I want to... um, So we're doing two different things there. We're tapping acupuncture meridian points and we're speaking out loud. We're going to identify the problem that we have first, and then we're going to go in and elaborate on it, and then we're going to start changing it. Um, And I want to just say something here about water because you know how everybody tells you to stay hydrated. Yes, yes. But but nobody ever explains why. Mm -hmm. Not really. And, And I'm going to tell you why. Because we are electrical in nature and this current flows through us all the time, what happens to your car if you go out to start it and the battery is low on fluid? Your car will not start because your battery can't carry a charge if it doesn't have proper fluid in it. And that's the same thing happening in our physiology. This charge can become, uh, there can become uh, impediments or slow of the flow of energy if we are not properly hydrated because water is what it's carried on. That is such a good way, you know. That has made complete sense to me now. Uh 
I never I looked at it like that before. I know. Like I said, I, I like to explain it this way because mm. I think I'm teaching. I don't think anyone else in the world is teaching it the same way I am, but it's the way I see it working. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of different ways to explain it, but these are these are pretty simple simple concepts for people to grasp. And I think when people think it's easy, they will tend to use it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and so, yeah, so it is easy. So that's why you want to stay properly hydrated. Uh, and I tell people if they're tapping and say, well, I'm, I'm just really not fine, feeling any big shift yet, go drink some water. Go drink about four to six ounces of water and try it again. Because you may be poorly hydrated, that can be that can keep tapping from being helpful, and it can also make it harder to repair a short in your wiring. Now, with EFT, what they propose is that when you have one of the big three so-called negative emotions—fear, anger, grief—it can cause a short in your wiring, which results in pain or disease, illness, and where you short out in your body, those things can be. Um, a lot of that's kind of a predetermined thing. People, for instance, who have chronic back pain, they'll say, well, bad backs just run in my family. But that's really not what it is. When people have that lower back thing going on, about three-fourths of the time, that's a fear having to do with money. It doesn't have anything to do with whether or not you have enough money to pay your bills. I have worked with people who literally have millions of dollars who have that pain because they're afraid around money. Uh, now, the, it can also be a hurtful relationship. You know, there can mm-hmm. be other things in there, but most of the time it's a money thing. When we go in and clear out a lot of that money fear, in just a few minutes, they usually feel a big difference in their back. So you inherited that fear, our, adi- our attitudes and thoughts about all of the things are formed in childhood. And so if your parents were having fears around money, they were probably also having some back pain. And that's what you actually got from them. Not the pain, but the fear pattern. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes complete sense, actually. So that's, that's, where, I like to, that's where I like to start the work, is we go in and we're going to start looking at the patterns that you formed in childhood and your relationships and relationships are a big deal. Mm-hmm. Our relationships are here to help us and teach us. They're what we are here to learn in this life. They are the way that we experience the full range of our human emotions. And the big three, the fear, anger, grief, we're designed to experience all emotions as humans. They're not necessarily bad but we are not designed to hold on to those for extended periods of time. When we hold on to those for prolonged periods, it starts to cause our physiology to break down. We start to experience pain. So my job is to help people. One of my jobs is to help people become more aware of what they're actually feeling and to really feel their feelings and to use tapping to help them shift out of that so that they don't go into having aches and pains and things like that. So it's working with the emotions, uh, Sharon, on a deeper level because it's primarily these that are causing the pain within the body on some level. Yes, yes, very much so. 
and the emotional freedom technique, but that's not the only thing that you do, is it? Because you're a pain specialist. Yes. And I don't like to just tell people what they've got underneath their pain. I like to actually let them see it for themselves. And that is actually the free gift on my website. Okay. <laughs> and I'll be happy to send you I'll be happy to send you the link to that. What you get when you you just give me your first name and your email and I occasionally send out a newsletter. I don't do it with any great monotony, I, I tell you right now, but um, it gives you access to these two videos. And the first one takes you through the same type of guided visualization work that I do with my private clients. So you can see what's underneath your issue for yourself. And then in the second video, I teach you how to use a little bit of tapping to work with what you just saw in the first video. It's a great gift. Oh, that's a very good gift. And yeah. you're going to give us the details of your website where people can actually get that. Yes, yes. I'm actually going to send you the link and you can you can provide that to your listeners. Okay. And they can sign up. That's great. I I know that you do many different things. Tell us a little bit a little bit about what else you do because you're a fascinating lady, I have to say. <laughs> really, you know, I, I you can be my teacher honestly because and okay. I I like this. I you know, I like this there is a certain authority but also uh, you know you are very very knowledgeable in your work and it is a rare thing these days really it is oh well thank you that's that's very nice of you to say that hmm. um let's just i know it's not as exciting for the people listening today since they can't see us but let's actually if you're game let's do a little bit of work because i know uh from our correspondence i know you have some jaw pain yes and let's we, are you game to do a little bit with that today yes let's do it why not okay great all right now for everybody listening if anybody who has pain you can do this with us. We're going to go in and have a look at what's underneath there. And while you may not have jaw pain, you can go look at whatever you have. So, Mimi, if you would, close your eyes and take a big breath in through your nose and hold it. Good. And blow it out through your mouth. And just relax your shoulders. Now, for... For you and everybody listening, I want you to just use your imagination. And I want you to go to where you've got that pain, where that's located in your body, wherever it is. And just relax. This isn't a test. There is no wrong answer. This is, this is where you live. You live in the body. And so everything that you see is going to be correct for you and accurate. So, maybe take a look, move into your jaw, mm -hmm. and I want you to tell me how it looks. Do you see a color, a shape, a texture? What do you see there? Um, it's a little bit jumbled. Okay. Which, which jaw is this? Is it both or just one? Uh, it's both, but predominantly the left one. Okay, so we're looking at the left jaw. Mm. Okay. 
All right. And I'm, I'm looking at it, too. I'm looking at it with you. I can't look at everybody's stuff at the same time, but I can look at yours. This looks actually like a misalignment to me as well. It is, yes. Okay, is there, yeah, is there a color there? Gray. Okay. Now, just in your mind, ask your jaw to show you how it would look if it was perfectly okay and not in pain. Just ask it to show you a picture of that. What color would it be? It would be pink. Okay. So it would go from gray to pink. And what does it look like in terms of alignment? How does that change when it's okay? When it's okay, it, it's not jumbled up anymore. And it looks like a flower. Okay, good. Okay. Now I want you to ask it, what emotion is there? What is the, there may be more than one thing. What emotion or feeling is there causing it to be misaligned and gray? What does it want us to help it with first? It wants to be free. Okay. All right. It wants to be free. Mm. Does it want to be free to speak clearly? To be understood. Okay. Okay, great. All right, now open your eyes. Mm -hmm. And I want you to move your jaw around and give the pain and discomfort and stiffness a number between zero and ten. And everybody in the audience, I want you to do this too with whatever body part you've got. Give that pain a number, especially if we're working with jaw pain for you. Give it a number, with ten being agony, and I hope nobody has that, and zero being none, in which case, you know, just hang around for the fun of it. Uh, number seven. Okay. All right. Okay. So now we're going to start. Um, this is a little tricky to do where you can't see us, but we're going to start tapping on the outer edge of the hand. Uh, it's frequently called the karate chop point. And this is either hand, either side. Doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter which. And just use your other fing the fingers on the other hand and just start gently but firmly tapping on the outside of your hand. Now, we're going to identify this problem, and we're going to work with Mimi. So, Mimi, just repeat after me. Mm -hmm. And those of you listening, just tap along and repeat after me. And just say, I've got a lot of pain in my jaw. I've got a lot of pain in my jaw. But I choose to be okay anyway. But I choose to be okay anyway. I've had this pain in my jaw a long time. I've had this pain in my jaw a long time. But I deeply and completely love and accept myself. But I deeply and completely accept and love myself. Even though I've got a lot of pain in my jaw. Even though I've got a lot of pain in my jaw. And I don't think I can let it go. And I don't think I can let it go. I'm open to a different perspective about this. I'm open to a different perspective about this. Because I love myself. Because I love myself. And I love my jaw. And I love my jaw. Okay, now we're going to begin tapping through the points. We're going to start at the very top of the head, the crown. Mm -hmm. And I'll just talk you through these as we do it. Just gently tapping the top of your head, say... I think I've never been understood. I think I've never been understood. 
And it might be stuck in my jaw. And it might be stuck in my jaw. Okay, now where the eyebrow starts towards the bridge of the nose. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time speaking, but I don't think people understand me. I spend a lot of time speaking, but I don't think people understand me. And it really upsets me. And it really upsets me. At a deep level. At a deep level. Now, out on the out beside your eye on the bone, to the side, either side, doesn't matter which you're tapping, or you can tap both. Just say, I have a deep need to be understood. I have a deep need to be understood. And that's a normal thing for people. And that's a normal thing for people. Now, underneath your eye, on the bone, directly below the iris. But I have felt so misunderstood. But I have felt so misunderstood. And I didn't know how to fix it. And I didn't know how to fix it. And now I have pain in my jaw. And now I have pain in my jaw. Okay, underneath the nose. But I'm open to letting it go now. But I'm open to letting it go now. Okay, now underneath your lower lip. I wonder if it's possible. I wonder if it's possible. That all people feel misunderstood sometimes. That all people feel misunderstood sometimes. Maybe I'm not the only one. Maybe I'm not the only one. Now, take your whole hand and tap across your collarbones. Mm -hmm. But I, okay, and just tap across your collarbones and say, but I'm having pain in my jaw from this. But I'm having pain in my jaw from this. And I'm in a lot of pain all the time. And I'm in a lot of pain all the time. Now, underneath your arm, about four inches below the armpit. But I'm open to a new way of helping myself. But I'm open to a new way of helping myself. Now, go back to the top of the head and say, it's safe for me to speak clearly. It's safe for me to speak clearly. Eyebrow. And if others don't quite understand everything I mean. And if others don't quite understand everything I mean. Okay, eyebrow and out beside the eye. I give myself permission to be okay with that. I give myself permission to be okay with that. Maybe it's okay for not everybody to understand me. Maybe it's okay for not everybody to understand me. Now, underneath your eye, I allow myself to release the pain and relax about this. I allow myself to release the pain and relax about this. Underneath your nose, it's safe for me to let it go now. It's safe for me to let it go now. Underneath your lip, maybe the one that I most need to understand Maybe the one that I most need to understand is me. Is me. Collarbone. I give myself permission to connect with myself. I give myself permission to connect with myself. On a deeper level. On a deeper level. Underneath your armpit. 
And to be okay with that. And to be okay with that. Because I completely love and accept myself. Because I completely love and accept myself. Okay, now I want you to just take a big breath in through your nose and blow it out. And that was just a few minutes worth of work. Now I want you to move your jaw and see if it changed the pain level. I can actually move it better. Okay. And how's the pain level? You had a seven before. Um, Give it a number. A four. Okay. Okay. That's about a 40% drop in your pain level from about three minutes worth of work. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. Now, all of you who tapped along with us, I want you to do the same thing. Go in and engage and see how you feel now. And Mimi, I want you to close your eyes and go have a look at your left jaw again and see mm-hmm. how it looks, see how it changed. Okay, so now um, there's ground, there's mud, and there's a rose. It's grey, um, but there's no more jumbledness about it. Good, good. Yeah, better alignment. That yes. Would, that would better ease of movement. Good. Well, that's... that's well, thank yeah, you. Go- My goodness. <laughs> I could go to sleep now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, bye. No. <laughs> that is amazing. That is a fantastic technique, Sharon. And I've done it a few times in my life and I, I, I really would like to do this more often because I know it works. It's just fine. And, you know, now that you're on the scene, I would love you to teach me because it is amazing. Well, we'll we'll talk about that after this and we'll mm-hmm. set up a conversation for sure. I think that would be great. I'd love to work with you. Yeah, it, it's excellent. Now, um, tell the listeners, Sharon, how this can work for any type of pain. Yes, anything. And not not necessarily just pain. I mean, if you aren't in pain, but you're experiencing overwhelming grief, sadness, anger, uh, things like that, I have video, I have free videos for that. But uh, on YouTube, on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have quite a few of them on my website. But frankly, we just got tired of trying to organize them and put them on there. (laughs) YouTube has a really good ability to search and if you have something going on just type in youtube search and just go sharon smith uh knee pain or sharon smith anxiety and my stuff will come up you'll see i've got lots and lots of work and usually i'm in the first even with a google search now i'm coming up usually in the top three or so with pretty much anything because i've been my stuff has gotten really popular. Because you're really good. Because you're very good. That's why. Now, you've had over 80,000 views, haven't you, on YouTube, on your channel? I have. That's yeah, remarkable. And that's, in, that's in about two years. I haven't been uh, producing videos, about two and a half, actually. I, I mm-hmm. haven't been producing the YouTube videos for that long. And. Uh, so, it, yeah, it's, it's amazing to me. I mean, I remember when I put the very first few videos up and it, if someone would watch one, I would be so excited. It was like, oh, my God, somebody, oh my God, somebody left me a comment. <laughs> it's like getting a little present, you know, or something in the post and you don't know what it is. 
Now you were in. You had clear instructions. I was reading about this to work in video to help people, didn't you? Yes. Yes, I did. Uh, in a, and that actually came in a series of visions. Okay. Uh, and I had, I had given up my private practice. It had kind of just, it, it was a busy time in my life. My son was graduating and uh, I don't know. It just, all of a sudden, I just looked up one day and realized I hadn't seen a private client for a couple of months. And I thought, okay, that's really weird. Um, and it feels kind of sad to me. Mm. I, I'm, I'm just not sure what's happening here. So I entered meditation and said, okay, I'm, I'm open to whatever it is you want me to do. Show me, show me what you want me to do. And, uh, oh, and the next part, I'm just going to go ahead and tell the next part. I don't think I've ever told this part in on a podcast before, but the next day after that, I was out on my driveway and I walked out to put something in the back part of my car. I was loading some clothes because I was leaving the Mm -hmm. next morning and it was, it was a hot day and I all of a sudden looked down and there was a, a small rattlesnake right there where I just maybe a foot away and we saw each other about the same time and he rattled and I stepped back and I have a deep understanding. My One of my greatest gifts was with animals and they were always my first and dearest friends mm-hmm. and I realized a lot of things. Uh, animals are here to help us and to teach us unconditional love. Mm. That that's a given, and once you understand that, you operate in a different manner. And so I took a step back. He didn't bite me. He could have bit me. He could have bitten me three or four times if he was there for that. But that wasn't the point. Mm. And uh, he was out on hot pavement. Reptiles don't have the ability to regulate their body temperature, and it was very dangerous for him to be there. And, um, anyway, I said, okay, I, I thank you for coming. I'm grateful for seeing you. Snake is the healer and snake is also about shedding your skin and change in a big way. Mm. And I, I said, what, what do you need to tell me? And I heard the words and saw in my head, the words, be patient and I will show you now. And so this, this little guy, actually, we live in town. We live at the edge of town, and we kind of have made this agreement that when rattlesnakes show up, because that wasn't the first time, mm. uh, there are lots of kids and dogs around. And when they show up, you know, they, they actually do sacrifice their lives because that's a dangerous thing to others, not necessarily to me. Mm. And so he did give up his life for that. Uh, I work with snake on a regular basis. He's there. One of my, uh, one of my animal guides, mm-hmm. but it took about 48 hours for that series of visions. I don't know any other way to describe it, um, to start. And I was shown that I needed to work in video so that people all over the world could see me, not just hear me, but see me as well. And that I could deliver a great deal of help and be of service in the world. But that was where I had to start. So I did. But it was it was not easy. I did not really like the idea of being seen by thousands of strangers. I was like, oh, my 
God, that sounds awful. <laughs> like a superstar. <laughs> well, I, I don't know about that, but it, you mm. know, some people are comfortable with the idea of being famous. Now, I'm, and I'm, I'm not really famous, but they're, they're really comfortable with that. That's a thing that they want in mm. their life. And I'm, that's completely not me. I thought, oh, no, I don't know if I can do this. Mm. Um, and I didn't know how to make video. So I had to go through a whole thing with that and finally figured out how to do it. But it was it was a tough process for me to get used to that and get get good at it. And, you know, my first videos aren't all that great. I mean, the content's good, but they don't look as good as they do now. I've gotten better at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, practice makes perfect, as they say. Well, it does. And what mm. I found is that I love interacting with people that way. And it, and it is an interaction because when I sit down to work in video, I am actually seeing a client opposite me who has whatever it is I'm working with, in your case, jaw pain. I'm actually seeing that person and going in and delivering the work that that person needs because I know that that person is going to be representative of the larger body of people who need this help. Does that make sense? Yes, it makes sense. It makes sense. And how quickly afterwards did you start to make um, the videos? Well, you know, I borrowed a, a billion dollars worth of video equipment from my brother-in-law. He said, okay, if you want to make videos, this is the stuff. And I said, I'm not, I am not techie and I'm not mechanical. And all of this equipment was so overwhelming. And I just... It was a disaster. I ended up in tears every day for about two weeks trying to mess with this stuff. And I, I actually, I thought, you know, I don't, I don't think I can do this. You've got to help me. It's like, okay, God, I get it. I'll do what you want, but you've got to help me out here. I cannot deal with this big pile of equipment unless you're going to send me somebody. <laughs> so, so, so two things happened from that. Um, the first was that uh, the husband of a friend of mine, who's also a distant relative, I contacted her, and her husband is a video. Uh, he he's a videographer, mm -hmm. and has done a couple of documentaries. And so he helped with some of my original videos. He came and actually filmed for me. But at the same time, I went to visit my daughter in college, and um, while I was sitting there, her roommate was there, and I had a brand new Mac. I bought a MacBook Air, mm -hmm. and I said, you know, I've got to figure out how to make some videos from this thing. I don't know how to do that. And she looked at me, and she said, well, you can just use Photo Booth. And five minutes later, I had Photo <laughs> This is so funny, because Photo Booth is just nothing. It took a college kid to teach me this. Five minutes later, I had Photo Booth on there, and I started recording that day. Oh, you see, when it's meant to be, Sharon, everything conspires to help you. Yeah, but you've got to, that's the other thing. You've got to ask for help. Mm. When you want help, uh, you have to actually say out loud. I think that we have lots of help available to us, but we've got to ask for it. Yes. And be specific about what we want. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I was pretty specific. I said, I want to know how to make video without using this enormous pile of equipment. And so, yeah. So the, and, and then went, the answer came. Yeah, immediately. It, it was just a couple days, I mean, before I was there. So it was really easy. 
But you are somebody who is very intuitive and integrates your intuition into your work. And I know that you also are a psychic and a clairvoyant and a medium. Wow. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, I, this is the thing I inherited from my father. He was enormously gifted, but it, he didn't do well with it. He didn't have anybody to teach him or guide him or help him with it. And it didn't go well. And I remember having experiences and seeing things as, as a child and it makes you different and kids don't want to be different. They just want to fit in. Mm -hmm. And so I never, I always felt a little bit like an outsider and I didn't really talk about it much to anyone. And my mother, her attitude about it was that you really need to keep your mouth shut because if people know you can do those things, it's dangerous for you. And so that was a thing I've had to do a lot of work around, um, you know, so that, so that I felt comfortable being who I really am because I was taught to conceal that from a very early age. You know, we, we learn from our parents. Um, very true. And when did you feel comfortable about pursuing that gift in a way and becoming open about it? Well, in 2002, as I said, I had a so-called back injury. Mm. And while I was lying there that week, that was truly dark night of the soul for me. I, you know, everybody around me said, oh, you know, give it about a week. You're going to be okay. But I was terrified. I was really afraid I would never be okay again. I could barely get up by myself. I mean, I, it was awful. And I decided that week, I said, okay, here's the deal, God. I'll, I'll do what it is you want me to do. Even though I don't think it sounds like very much fun, um, <laughs> I'll do it. Just, just tell me and show me what you want, and I'm in. I'll do it. Mm. And that was, and you know, that along with making the decision to find out why I was in pain and see if I could find a way to fix it. So after that, um, things did get easier. I continued looking and. You know, people, when they had that waking up consciousness thing, a lot of people describe it as being this wonderful thing. And for me, it, it really kind of wasn't. It was like, oh, pardon my French. It was like, oh, shit, now what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is not good. This is really not good. So mm. I called a longtime uh, girlfriend of mine. And who has a wonderful spiritual and alternative healing library. And I said, okay, Carol, I'm awake and I'm agreeing to do, you know, whatever I need to do here. Mm. And I need, but I need the books. And she said, okay, well, come on down. And so I picked out three books to start with. One of them was um, my favorite and it's still in my library. It was Carolyn Mace's book, um, anatomy of the spirit which is a great it's a great tool it is something that has influenced my work deeply she's still one of my favorite teachers and let's see who else um a book by greg braden i think the isaiah effect i think is the name of it about a lost form of prayer but what it is is a type of visualization and 
I think this is, I'm, I, Greg, I'm sorry if I'm paraphrasing this wrong. Just, just call me up and chew me out. But what I got out of that is that you want to, <laughs> you want to actually, if you're going to pray, see the thing you want done and express gratitude for it rather than saying, would you do this for me? And that is what I did when I was asking for help. I, I would see myself making videos and say, okay, I can see what I need to do, but I don't know how to get there. And, and hold that thought in your head. And also tap while you're doing it. Mm. Talk out loud and, and just tap through the points because that does really make a difference. And I think that's, it kind of relates back to law of attraction is to begin being grateful because gratitude is what draws everything toward you. Yes, this is true. What I often find this with myself as well as with people around me is that if you're in a certain state of mind or in a certain state of spirit, you will in fact attract those people those things in your life, those situations in your life. So it's important to emanate the energy of what you would like. Yes, yes. And what you're, what you're putting out, the vibe or energy or thoughts that you're putting out, is what you're going to attract. And a part of the reason for that is that we are designed to be mirrors for each other. Mm. We yes. can't really see ourselves clearly a lot of the time no and we're not supposed to. yeah it's but this is a cool design really yeah. I, I can't imagine setting it up any better because when someone does something that i don't like mm. the very first thing i am trained to look at is okay what is that thing that you're doing that really annoys me that is the thing i really dislike in myself yes yeah i'm going to I'm going to say that again because I want you to really, I want everybody listening to really hear this. When someone is doing something or saying something that really annoys you, look inside, see this as a reflection and go, there's a part of me in there that I don't like that is that reflection. And that's where your work begins. And and be grateful for being able to see that. And once... We are brave enough to look at that, Sharon. Where would you advise people to go from there to get help? Well, certainly there and there are a lot of there are a lot of things out there that you can do. I recommend uh, a practice of meditation. I think that is a tool for a healthy human life. And I I mean, you can do guided visualization, you can do guided meditation, you can just sit quietly, but that, that is something that I really recommend, and that's a part of my private programs. I require people to have a meditation practice, at least for the duration of that program, or I won't take them as clients. You have to do it. <laughs> this is me. This is the teacher again. Yeah, this is you being strict. This is you being strict. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. At least yeah, at least during the confines of the program, you, you have to have a meditation practice. You're going to do some journaling, and you're going to tap through that. You're going to do some mirror work, which involves looking in the mirror and tapping and talking to yourself. And you're going to keep a dream log. And I have a video. A lot of people don't remember their dreams, and I have a good video that they use that sets them up to remember dreams. And that 
can be incredibly useful. It's it's very close work. It's deeply personal and hugely transformative work. Now, is this all, um, for example, say a client was to come to you and they needed help with whatever, let's say pain in their legs or a problem with yes. their skin or, or something to do with anxiety. How would they go about contacting you and ha- what is the process? How do you work? Well, and there's a, there's a link on my website at the top. It says, right now it says private sessions. And we're getting ready to change it to just private work. Mm-hmm. Um, and all you have to do is click on that. And there is a form there. There's a video there where I talk about my private work with clients. It's very useful. And I've got some information on the page. And there's a form you fill out there and submit. And I'm taking a little bit of a brief history. And then, you know, if that looks like something that's going to be a decent fit, I'll invite you into a conversation, which is free. And we're going to create, during that conversation, your personal pain blueprint. And I regard this as the beginning of work with that person. Whether or not I make them an offer, whether or not they decide to work with me, it is simply the beginning of the work, and I treat it that way. We're going to take a lot of detailed information and history from you. You're going to get a chance to talk about a lot of things, uh, childhood things, your relationships with parents, siblings, uh, significant others, all of those things, because those that's where the real juice is in getting to the bottom of what's causing your pain. Mm, mm, mm. And it's a deep work, isn't it? It is. It is deeply transformative. Now, what is it? But it's also... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Mm. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on you. No, 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 no. Please go ahead. Please go ahead. What you were going to say. It's just, it's transformation at a deep level when you're willing to look at those things. And I find that people really... I'm honored that people trust me enough to tell things that will help them Mm. this is a huge thing trust in a practitioner in a therapist if there isn't the trust then it's very very difficult to work with somebody well if there if you don't trust someone i don't think you should work with them Mm. that's the point Now, if you don't feel like that person is, is trustworthy, I, I mean, I would take that as a warning sign with anything that you're going to do. You need to feel comfortable with it, whether you're, you know, whether it's an EFT practitioner or a meditation teacher or any therapist, uh, you want to trust them. Mm-hmm. And that goes, I, I mean, for me, it goes across the range, whether that be a mechanic um, or the local shopkeeper, if I don't feel that I'm safe in that way, safe as in that I trust what they're saying, then I don't bother going. I, I, I don't have that communication with them. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got to have, you've got to have good communication and mm. good dialogue in order to make progress with, with any modality, I think. Mm. I don't think it's just with me. I, I want people to feel comfortable with me. Mm. That's why I spend some time getting to know them um, to see if we feel like we're a good fit. And, and I have to say, you know, by the time people you know, get into that conversation process, about 80 to 85% of them are a yes to work with. Mm. So, and, mm. that's, you know, that's, yeah, that's a pretty, pretty high percentage, I think. 
I think it's a very high percentage um, because, you know, it's it's a very personal and a very intimate um, relationship in many ways because you are really raw and you are somehow vulnerable in a lot of ways. You know, even me discussing my jaw where thousands upon thousands of people will listen to it um i had to trust you i had to trust you to do that otherwise i would never have done it well yeah and i this is a you know because this is a public broadcast Mm. we're not going to go deeply into anything that you know that's going to make you burst into tears on the air that that would not be a good thing for this podcast (laughs) (laughs) well it would be interesting listening i have to say (laughs) Oh my gosh! I, you know, I just try not to make people that are interviewing me cry. That's that's just a goal for this. You know, it's a goal for my whole year now. Just don't make them cry. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I'm very open to to um, things like this, and sometimes it's needed. You know, if I was going to cry, I would have cried. So. we're all human at the end of the day and we have all these frailties about our uh, soul and our hearts and our humanity so but Uh, we are we are marvelous creatures beautiful aren't we just humans are the most amazing creatures i think that have ever existed and we have the power to do so many things we have creative power and I think at a deep level, a lot of times we're afraid of that. We're just, we're only just beginning to step into the things that we can actually do and to explore our connection with each other. Yes, I think it's a new beginning. It is. It is a new beginning. And we're in the middle of now the COVID-19 event, which is a great, to my way of thinking, it is a great spiritual event. We are being required to become still. Yes. And the process of staying in and becoming still has thrown lots and lots and lots of people into the spiritual fast lane. Without any previous warning. Yep. You somehow yeah. just jumped on that train and you don't know where you got the ticket, but you're there and you're just continuing now because there's no way to turn back. No, there, there is no going back. That's mm. the thing. You can't unknow this stuff. Mm. Mm. There is no way to go backwards. You, you're on the train now and you are firmly moving, <laughs> kicking and screaming. Yes. <laughs> Very it's true. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be okay. So um, use my videos. Tap with me for free. Use my videos. I put something in every single one of them for everybody. Even if you think it's not your issue, go go try some of them. Really. Absolutely. They are wonderful. I have looked at a few, but I am, I'm hooked on them now. And um, also, Sharon, tell the listeners where they can get in contact with you, your um, website. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. My website is A Paint Plan, and it's just A P A I N Plan P L A N dot com. That's my website. And YouTube, it's A Paint Plan with Sharon Smith. Facebook is the same, A Paint Plan with Sharon Smith. And I'm uh, 
working without a res- an assistant right now uh, because of COVID. So just be patient. If you, you know, if you send me an email, just know I've got a little bit of lag time to look at everything. But I do try. I do try every day to go in, and if people are sending me Facebook messages, things like that, I do try to pay attention, and I respond to all my comments on YouTube. So oh, leave that, me a comment. That's rather lovely. Yeah, yeah I'll, I, I, I don't think I've missed any. I do try to respond to all of them, and eighty thousand views, and I, I haven't had any bad comments. I mean, how would you really? This, what you're doing, as you know, I'm a fan, but what you're doing is such a huge gift for people and that that they're able to access it freely on YouTube if they want, but also if they would like to and feel that need for a deeper type of work, they can contact you because you have clients everywhere, don't you? I do. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Um, yeah, I, I see people all over the world. And this wonderful thing called the Internet has made that possible. And I work in video. Uh, I use Zoom video conferencing. So we don't just hear each other. We get to see each other. So when people come in and they're having a conversation with me, it is in person. You can sit right in your living room. I can sit in mine. And we get to see each other. It's great. Well, that's a nice little effect as well because you know you can then obviously read people although you can read people anyway I'm sure but the, it, it is yeah. nice for the other people um to have a look at you and to get a sense of your energy and everything it it yeah. is it sort of deepens the trust in a way as well now Sharon tell me tell the listeners and me also because I'm so curious um a final bit of advice from you in a couple of sentences that you can pass on that has worked for you. Oh, gosh. Um, trust your gut. Trust your instincts. Trust yourself. And, and ask for help and do it out loud. And then trust what you, what you receive and be grateful for it. It may not always look the way you expect, but just trust that you're on the right path and just express gratitude for it every single day. That's, that's the best I can say. I don't know if that was great enough, but... Yes, but it, that's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> no, it, it really is because there is a profound wisdom in it and... It's the simple things, really, that are the most powerful. And those words of power, I'm sure, will resonate with a lot of people if we can put them into practice. Yes, I hope so. Thank you so much, Sharon. It's, I absolutely love what you do. I think you're amazing, really. And I'm definitely going to book myself in with you that's for sure um I, I love your work i love it i love it and i know you're strict i can tell but it doesn't matter because i need that i you know sometimes we need things to get our lives certain parts of our lives to move along yeah uh, everybody needs help mm. all of us need help that's why we have each other yeah it's true it's very very true thank you so much and i want to wish you all the very best and I'm, I'm sure me and you will have a chat at some point um, regarding uh, you teaching me a lot of your wise knowledge. Oh, 
forward to it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Thank you so much, Sharon. Great. Okay. <laughs> Take care. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. Sharon Smith. Wow. My goodness. Sometimes we really have to um, open our hearts and ask for the help that we need. And that is the only way that we can bring healing into our lives. Thank you so much again, everybody, for joining me. And um, take care and try some of that tapping because it really does work. Take care. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website www.miminovic.co.uk to give to yourself.